What I've been researching as to how these community guidelines are determined is that it's driven by what the advertisers dictate to YouTube that they want. So it's not YouTube creating the policy. They're going to the people that are paying for the ads to be on there and say, hey, you tell us what we should put up there and what we shouldn't, which I think is bullshit. And so they're, they're putting the hands of censorship into the corporations that want to advertise on their ad network as opposed to them saying, hey, this is a free, free platform for people to express opinions and ideas. Hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome to this episode of Nomad Ramblings, Conversations from the Road. Brian here, and uh, I got hit with the censorship bug last week on one of my social media channels. So in this episode of the podcast, Craig and I have a spirited discussion about the corporatization of all these different platforms that are meant to express oneself, but it's actually limiting free speech. So I'm going to go ahead and let the conversation speak for itself. And let's go ahead and uh, tune into the podcast here. So thanks for listening. Hope you all have a great day. I might as well in, like install a catheter and all. I mean, that's that's what I feel like I should do just because I, I shouldn't be bothered, bothered with having to walk to the bathroom. It's, it's like that. Uh, what is that? That one movie uh, about all the people that get super fat in the future, and they sit in the they sit on those things that that, that feed them, and it's like a, a little robot. Yeah, Wally. That's a great movie, and it's, what's weird about that is like I can see society going in that trend. I mean, especially oh, nowadays yeah. with just with just how crazy everything is. I'm like, that's the future of humanity. It's going to be pathetic. It's not like yeah. I look at I I shouldn't badmouth my nephew, but I'm going to just because I'm a dick. But yeah. like. He's like, there's zero interest in anything outside. It's all about videos and what have you. And like, there's like, I look at the way that he uses his hands and it's like, there's no dexterity. He can't like tie knots. And like, I, I, I just have that image of him sitting in that kind of chair in the future and just like with a feeding tube, you know, next to him and <laughs> like zero interest in actually being in his body and just being, you know, connected to the matrix. Yeah, I, I see that, too. It's like I see some of the younger people that I know that are, you know, in their their four to seven year old range. It's like it's nothing but just YouTube and nothing but being plugged in all the time. And I'm like, do they even know what the outside world exists? I mean, would they, what, what would they what would they think of if they spent time with us truck camping for a week's time? Hopefully they'd love it. But I think it would be so foreign to them because I set up my tent in the backyard here at my folks place and I have my, I have my nephews over. They, they spent like two seconds. I like, yeah, it's cool. And they went back inside and I was like, I spent 30 minutes setting this thing up just because they said, yeah, we'd love to come over and, and hang out in it. And they spent a, a total of, of like 60 seconds in there. Right. I was thinking, man, I was like, you got to unplug. And here and here we are plugged in doing a podcast. <laughs> I know, I know. No, it's, 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 the, it's the great true. conundrum of life. So, well, let's dive into so, I, I was just going to say, like, let's 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 get into the meat. We've we've been wanting to talk about a bunch of shit for a long time. I'm I'm like I'm hungry to get into some, some deep shit, deep discussion. And yeah. um, I, I thought. Let's let's get you all amped up to talk about censorship and YouTube, and then 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 we can shift it over to to, to my topics of interest. Dude, it's, it was crazy. So so you know how I made that commitment uh, about a, a couple weeks ago. I'm like, I'm going all in. I'm just gonna 
I'm going to live in my truck full time for the, for the rest of my life. And I'm just going to do content and all that stuff. And then right after I said that, I started getting a bunch of videos demonetized on my channel. And I'm thinking, what's going on here? You know, like what, where's this censorship coming from? And a couple of the videos were just innocent. I mean, completely innocent. There's nothing wrong with them whatsoever. How to operate a wood stove, how I set up my winter tent. I mean, what's wrong with that? And I've had them, I've asked for a human review under YouTube, and I don't, I don't know what their algorithm is to flag stuff, but I literally, I had two videos that were taken down. One was how do, how do I make money on YouTube? The other one was about the psilocybin microdosing, which I, I can understand that one in a, in a little bit of a, um, like a little bit, I guess I can understand the censorship with it because on a federal level, magic mushrooms are not legalized. But if you go there and you do a search for, any sort of microdosing or magic mushrooms, I mean, hell, thousands of videos come up. So why did mine get taken down immediately? Why was it taken down? And I asked YouTube for a review, and they're like, nope. They're like, you do it again, and we'll have it to where you can't post for a week and you have a community strike on your, on your channel. And then the real kicker was I went from having my channel having a pretty good activity. I was getting anywhere from... 4,000 views to 9,000 views an hour, which is, which is great. I was loving the upward trend because I'm posting a lot more and putting a lot more content out there. Then it got throttled down to 300 views an hour, like overnight. And uh, the income went from up, upwards of a couple hundred a day down to 30 bucks a day. And I'm going, what the fuck? Like, what is this? You know, and, and, and what, what, what culture are we living in to where these platforms beg for content from users and then, and then they, and then they penalize you for it for when you put something up there that's honest. It's like, oh, yeah, let's put a bunch of big pharma shit out there. But as soon as you put some alternative medicine that's been proven not to kill anybody and actually has been proven through new scientific research and new scientific studies that are coming out saying, hey, this is actually very beneficial and let's change the stigma behind it. So I put out that information and I, and I, get, I get dinged for it on a, on, a, on a platform that says, hey, express yourself. It's like, fuck that. I, I get really, I'm just pissed. So like, let's, let's back up a second because I, I still feel like I'm learning the, the model of how to earn money on YouTube. And, and obviously you've, you've ascended the learning curve. So the, mm -hmm. the basic idea on YouTube in the position that you're in is that you you produce a view to a video and you you've designated it to play ads and earn money on it is that like the basic formula and then you get like a pay per view payout how, how does like get get down to Correct. a really basic level yeah so so the idea behind it if you want to monetize your channel is that you 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 make a video and there are certain community guidelines that you're supposed to follow. And I've read through the community guidelines and you basically need like a team of lawyers to figure out what they're saying. So I don't, it's like, a, it's like reading a credit card terms and conditions. You just can't figure it out. And I look at what other people have put out there to see if my videos are in line with the community content. And then I, I put them up and I haven't had any issues up to this point, like none. And I've been posting consistently for the last three years. And when I say consistently, it's anywhere from one video a week to one video a month. Like I wasn't doing a whole lot. And then recently I started to say like, well, hey, I'm, I'm going to put more content out there. It seems to be gaining steam. And my channel's growing. I'm up to like 45,000 subscribers now, which is great. And uh, I like the interaction with the community. I would say 99% of it's positive. You know, you've got some trolls out there. But I try to be as real as possible on my 
on my channel and I tell people like the, you know, the struggles that I've had in the past and some of the challenges that I faced and why I left the corporate world. And I was very honest about my addiction to Xanax, uh, that was caused from all the stress that compiled in the corporate world and just complicated all those issues. And so with that, I've found that most of the comments that I get are pretty genuine. Like, Hey, we really appreciate you being honest. And I love this channel because you're real. I don't put out the, you know, the van life fluff that you see on a lot of other channels, like the bullshit scenarios. I don't do that. Like I put out what I feel is true about, about who I am and, and what I do out there. And so I decided recently to just, just go and, and say, like, hey, I'm, I'm going to try to do a video about once a day or once every other day and, and see how it's received. And it was just doing great. I mean, was, the channel was taking off. Everybody was seemed to be pretty cool. I was getting a lot of personal emails sent to me through my website. People would go on my channel and then go onto my website and fill out the contact form and send me messages. And it's really great. You know, like I love the interaction with all the people. And then um, I put up that video about how to microdose psilocybin. You know, for those who aren't familiar with, with psilocybin, that's the component in magic mushrooms. And when you microdose it, I mean, it's a fraction of what a dose would be that would make you feel funny. And the fraction of it that I use is 0.1 milligram, which is literally like it's less than my thumb, than, than my pinky nail, you know, on, on my on my pinky finger. I mean, it's a tiny, tiny amount. You don't feel anything from it. I, I, I think I would imagine that you would feel more of a bump from coffee, you know, a cup of coffee. Mm-hmm. That's that's what I put in, in, into um, terms for people that have never experienced it. But what I've noticed is, is that when you microdose, and I use the Paul Stamets model of four days on, three days off. And so I'll microdose with that. And I also use Paul Stamets brain cognitive uh, supplement that's from the uh, host defense company that he has. It's like Lion's Mane and Chaga and a few other of the um, mushrooms that are not psychoactive and what whatsoever, but have been in, in, but have been shown to improve brain cognition. And and I really feel that when I microdose, I just feel more creative. I just I'm like, oh, cool. I think about things on a more of a creative level. I'm more inspired to to get things done. It's kind of like a get shit done sort of mentality as opposed to just kind of sitting around and watching the days pass. And so uh, when I put that video up, I did not monetize it. I, I, I opted to so not have let ads me, play. Let me, I, I want to stop you here because I, 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 okay. I want to make sure like the, I understand the whole YouTube process. So you, whatever video it is, you, you, you produce it. And then when you mm-hmm. upload it into YouTube, you get to decide whether you want this to, contribute to you making money or not is that correct is that and then when when you make that decision you're you're thinking about okay is youtube gonna flag this or not is that like so how do how does Somewhat, YouTube, yeah how does youtube lay out the rules as like okay when you're loading a video and you're choosing to make it a monetized one or not think about mm-hmm. these things like what what are they telling you to think about when you're making that decision to monetize it or not well um a big one is no nudity and okay i don't think it, i don't think anybody wants to see a white guy who's 45 years old with a balding, <laughs> b- balding head to get nude who hasn't been working out in the last year you know so i don't right. do that um, it says no no threats against other people. I can't get on there and say that I'm going to physically harm someone or encourage other people to physically harm someone. Okay. Um, it can't be uh, sexually explicit, n- not even just imagery, but just, just language, which I, I see other people talking about stuff like sex and things like that. So that's kind of a gray area for me, but that's never a subject of mine to cover because I'm just not interested in 
that sort of content. And then nothing about uh, federal, like breaking federal laws, like like a how to, like you can't put up like the anarchist cookbook, for okay. example, you know, stuff like that, that that's been federally banned. And so um, a lot of the stuff that I have been researching since all these weird things started happening with my channel. So wait, 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 before you move on to that. So, so what you're saying is that, so to have something monetized, they need to follow those rules. If if you, if you wanted to put up the anarchist cookbook, could you do it and select it not to make money and you'd be in the clear or is that like, okay. All right. Yeah. Because, because stuff that's been clearly banned by the government, like like that, you know that because that 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 essentially will incite. It could potentially incite violence because it's telling somebody how to. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. a how to video. Like I can't get up there and how to make a pipe bomb. Like you can't put that up there. And nor nor, nor would I. I mean, I wouldn't think about ever putting something like that out. But I'm trying but, to I'm trying to understand like uh-huh. why when why wouldn't you select everything to make money? Like when. What what's yeah. your decision matrix well, well, so, in yes yeah so so that's actually determined that like what, what I was what I was saying what I was going to get into here in a second was that what I've been researching as to how these community guidelines are determined is that it's driven by what the advertisers dictate to YouTube that they want so it's not YouTube creating the policy they're going to the people that are paying for the ads to be on there and say hey <clears throat> you tell us what we should put up there and what we shouldn't which I think is bullshit. And so they're they're putting the hands of censorship into the corporations that want to advertise on their ad network as opposed to them saying, hey, this is a free free platform for people to express opinions and ideas. Now, I don't think, especially with all of the recent activity and discussion around psilocybin mushroom and plant-based medicines and all those things, I don't think that there's anything harmful about putting that information out there, especially when there's thousands of other videos on the platform that say the exact same thing. And so what, what I said was like, you know what? This probably isn't something that a, a, a vast majority of advertisers will want to advertise on. So I'm just going to take it out of that pool so that it doesn't get flagged by an advertiser. And I'm just going to put it up there and see see how it's received. I had so many people respond to it before it got taken down. Dude, thank you for putting this up. This is great information. I'm looking online. I'm seeing a bunch of other stuff that, that, that uh, supports what you're saying, that it's great for cognitive creativity, great for cognitive function, whatever it may be. And and hardly any of it was negative. I did have a few people that you could tell that were from the old school train of thought, be like, you know, this is illegal and da 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 And you see that on the other videos that are up there as well because you always have the people that will chime in. And then you have the people that are negative. But I would say 99% of the comments that were on there were fantastic. And some people were like, hey, thanks for this information. I'm going to look into it more because Big Pharma doesn't have it figured out. <clears throat> and, you know, Big Pharma doesn't work for everybody. And... I think there's also some skepticism with Big Pharma in relation to some of the things they've put out over the past that have been damaging to society. And so I didn't think that my that my video was offensive in the least bit. You know, and I was saying like, hey, if you're going to do this, here's the calculator online that according to body weight, according to what type of mushrooms they are, um, are they dry or are they um, still alive, you know, as far as the the plant themselves and and it shows you, okay, this is the safe range that you should take based on your body weight and these other factors. So I was putting the information out there, like saying, not just saying like, Hey, go eat a whole bag and see how you feel. I mean, I'd never say that to people because they, they, I think that that's, that's, I think that's stupid and that's foolish and you're misleading people of what to do. And so I thought the video was informative and I was just kind of shocked that 
when YouTube flagged it, their reason, and keep in mind, it was demonetized. Their reason was our advertisers wouldn't like this. I'm like, well, it's fucking demonetized, so what's the point? Like, this isn't even in their pool to, to advertise on. I selected it from the get-go to not be monetized for that specific reason. And you're coming at me and saying the reason that you took it down is because your advertisers wouldn't advertise on it? It's demonetized from the so get-go. So what, can, can you give me an example of another video that you've selected to be demonetized or not be monetized that has not been an issue? Like, is there... Yeah, like, uh, for example, I've got... I've got different videos on there, and they were from a long time ago. But I would do these sixty seconds in nature, and it would just be like, you know, if I was if I was next to a lake in the morning and the and the trout were jumping, I'd set up the camera, and I would capture these trout jumping up out of the water for sixty seconds. And it was like a it was like a one minute break from, you know, who for, for out of the day for people to to tune in and, and get a, a dose of nature. And I didn't monetize any of those, so I thought, well, advertisers probably aren't interested in this because. I mean, I, if I was an advertiser, I wouldn't pay to be on a video like that. And okay. so, you know, uh, I would want some that pertained to whatever product that I had, you know, coming from a, a marketing and corporate standpoint. And so I didn't, I didn't monetize any of those, and none of those ever got flagged. And there's, I don't know, four dozen of them on my site. And then um, that's like, those are the only ones that I didn't monetize. And so, I mean, that's not even in the same ballpark, I don't think, as the one about microdosing. But I, I just, I don't know, it just struck me as odd that it seems like this, it just, I, I don't know, it rubbed me the wrong way, I guess, is the way I, I want to say it. Because I, 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 if they would have come back and said, hey, this is against, uh, like, federally speaking, you know, we're, we're, we're keeping an eye on this stuff because it's not legal nationwide, I'd say, okay. But with the reasoning saying, well, the, we, our advertisers won't advertise on this. I'm like, yeah, but it's fucking demonetized from the get-go. That doesn't that doesn't add up. Right. Like, what's the real? What like what like what's the real reason? Just be honest with me. And that's what I asked. I said, "Hey, I'd like a human review on this because you can ask for another review." And they came back and said the same thing. Our advertisers won't do it. I'm like, "Let's well, not. It's not. It's not monetized. Like, what the fuck? You know?" And do you? And, I mean, is uh, it? Do Do you feel like you've got? I mean, do you feel like you really have a strong understanding of their practices at this point? Because no. my here, here's. Here's my guess is there, there's no reason for YouTube to allow any videos on their platform that won't allow them to generate revenue off of. So in other words, I, I'm not sure I see the point of them even allowing you, the, the creator, to designate something monetized or not because from mm -hmm. from their standpoint it's a business right and it's a for-profit business right. and everything should be open to making it should allow them to make money off of it but it, it sounds like at least thus far you've understood that the creator has some control as to whether they want to put their work into the pool of stuff that makes YouTube money. Yeah, I would think, I, I mean, I see, I totally see that point of view of YouTube saying, Hey, we'd only like to have content on our platform that they built, that they drive traffic to, which right. I totally give them, I totally give them credit for that. And they would say, Hey, we're only going to cater to content now. 
that we can monetize. And, and if that was the case, I'd be like, okay, that's fine. Just be clear about it. Oh, and another thing too is you can make videos with paid content in there that is from some other company. So if BioLite came to me and said, hey, Brian, we want to sponsor one of your videos, I can demonetize that and put an ad in front of the video for BioLite. And that's within their community standards. You can do that on their on their network. I just don't... I, you know, one thing I just thought of is they just updated their terms and conditions and their in their community guidelines, which they do all the time, and you hear about it after the fact. Right. And so they just did this last month, and there could be something in there moving forward where they say, "Hey, none of this content that relates to X Y Z subject matters, you know, is not is, is no longer allowed." And if they and if that was in there, that's fine. But I read through it and I, I couldn't see any. I didn't see anything. It took me like two hours to read through all the shit and try to decipher it. And I didn't see anything in there about that. And they still had it to where, hey, all of your videos are your own. Like, they don't own your videos. You know, they they say this is a platform for you to share your comments and all those things. But it's just, um, I don't know, it's just concerning. It's just, I think we're living in a, in a censorship age. And yeah, and, and, I, it's, I, and it's frustrating that, you know, because I generate, I generate income from it. Hell, this month has been insane as far as the money that I've made. But it's it makes me apprehensive moving forward. It's like, you know, we were talking offline the other day. It's like, well, I'm an employee of Google, essentially. Right. Yep. And I've got to play by the rules, and I hate that feeling. I mean, that's, that's just me personally talking, but I hate that. Like, I don't want that feeling of being like, oh, you know, you can't say 100% what's on your mind because if you do, we're going to slap you on the wrist. And it's like, I think if you get two or three community strikes, legit community strikes, uh, you know, you are kicked off the channel or or your channels demonetized 100% you'll never make income from it going forward and I'm, I don't know it's just I, I understand that there needs to be certain guidelines like hey don't incite violence or those things I get that 100% but it just is an unsettling I don't know it's just unsettling to to have that happen especially when I didn't think that my video was like saying like hey you know go jump off a bridge or something right it, that wasn't the message well, I think, I mean, I, 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 there's, there's like several layers to this. It, there, there is like the, so there's, there is the, the layer that you're, you, you, you think you're playing by their rules and you, you want to play by their rules because you, you want to earn the, you like the income. And, um, and, and, then and, I, and I, gen- I generally, generally like in- the interaction with people. people sure. Are, but people it, nice. but it, it, it's your, you, you feel blindsided that, you know, certain videos are, are being demonetized and, and so you're mm-hmm. not earning the income and you don't understand why. And so there's, there's yeah. like that layer. And then just like you mentioned that the other layer of this is like, you do just genuinely, like the interaction with your, with your audience, you know, you like to be able to exchange mm-hmm. ideas and, and get mm-hmm. appreciation and constructive criticism or whatever. And, and so there's, there's, there's that element of the platform that you like. Um, but then I think that there's also like the next layer is like, you just like to be able to express yourself. And I, I think it's connected to that, that interaction with the community, like regardless of whether you're earning money or not, you know, you, you find you enjoy the process of making videos. You enjoy the process of telling a story, and you you like the platform that 
independently, whether it makes you money or not, you, you like that canvas to be able to produce on. And mm-hmm. it, it does seem as though there's uncertainty as to whether they'll, so maybe, maybe they take away your ability to make money on it. And my sense is that you'd probably think that that sucks, but maybe, maybe you'd still use it because the platform allows you to just kind of broadcast your, your art. And, you know, you, you, you take it on the chin that you wouldn't make money, but you want to be able to get your message out there and and YouTube allows that. But it, it Mm -hmm. sounds like that there's even uncertainty in, in that future where they might just saying like, no, we're not even going to allow you to broadcast that. Um, is, is that a fair description of, of some of your concerns? I, I would say so. You know, my, my thing is, is I feel as though the effort that I put towards this, you know, so, somebody can subscribe if they like you and then they can unsubscribe if they don't. And I feel, and I'm not saying this from a point of arrogance, I'm just saying this from a point of the work that I put into it and the and the quality of content that I put out there. I feel like people genuinely want to tune in because I'll, I'll put up a video and it, it, it takes off and and people are like, hey, this is great information. And I, and I think it's information that is useful. Like, hey, here's how to work a wood stove. Like, why is that demonetized? Yeah. There's, there's nothing, there's no harm there. I mean, I would think that's useful information for somebody that wants to go winter camping. Hell, it might save someone's life so they don't freeze to death. Right. And, and I just don't understand why, why would that one be flagged? And it, was, and it was like, oh, well, this is against our community standards. And I just wrote back, I'm like, how? Like, what, what is it? Like, tell me, I, I'm, 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 I'm open to altering the message if I, if it needs to, but showing somebody how a wood stove works and how the damper works and how the airflow works. I don't, I don't even remotely understand why that is against any community standards whatsoever. And I would think any outfitter out there that either guides for backcountry um, uh, endeavors like that, or sells any sort of wood stove or wood stove products, or has outfitter tents they want to sell, like canvas tents that can that can accommodate a wood stove. I would think they'd look at that and go, "Hey, that's that's a good video because that relates to our product, and we want to advertise on that." There's a market for that, sure. And you know, it's not like I'm sitting here saying like like some obsolete product that has no relevance whatsoever. Like this is winter camping. This is what I do. And there are other people that enjoy doing it as well, whether it's on a part-time or full-time basis. And why was that video flagged? Like that doesn't make sense. The psilocybin one, I'm like, okay, it could be a gray area pertaining to federal laws. I get that. Okay, that's fine. But don't come back at me with that one and say the reason why that it was, that it was kicked off the channel. Like it was taken down without my, without me even knowing it. It was, like, don't come back at me and say, oh, the reason why is because our advertisers don't like that. Well, it wasn't set up for advertisement. Right. So what's the real reason? Like, don't, I, I can, I'm an adult. You can tell me, <laughs> you know? And yeah. It, it just, that, well, that, I, that's kind of, that's the position that I, that I took on it. Yeah. And I, I think, you know, like broadening the discussion out a little bit to, you know, just the, the idea of censorship and whatnot, because you can, you can look at the, the censorship, quote unquote, censorship trend on, on all the social media platforms. You can look at it, you know, Twitter, Facebook, um, Instagram, where, um, and, and YouTube, where, um, you, you have these companies, they've, they've generated these, um, community guidelines and they seem to be a work in progress and they seem to, I, I think 
their their the the volume of stuff that they need to um, evaluate is way too much for individuals to do it. So they have to write yeah. programs to right. to do this stuff, and so that that the trend is for um, a lot of stuff at this point to be blocked or taken down or what have you. And, um, I, um, you know, we, these are not, it's, it's, so, you know, if you look at the first amendment, my, my understanding of the first amendment is that the, the government cannot intercede and prevent any group from, expressing themselves as long as they're not inciting violence. So if a Nazi wants to go out on the street and, and chant their stuff, the government can't, if it's a public space, the government can't come in and say like, no, you can't do that. If that Nazi is on private property or, you know, like whether it's a a company owned building or an individual's place, that individual or company says like, no, like we're not letting you, we're not letting you talk about that stuff on our property. And so, mm-hmm. and I totally see that. Yeah. yeah. And that's, and that's what's happening. Right. So, so mm-hmm. Facebook, YouTube, like that's in, in a sense, it's, it's private property. It's their platform. Mm-hmm. And yep. so it's, I, I think it's, in, at least it's important for me to distinguish between first amendment rights which is the government preventing you, which is not happening here versus, okay, you're, you're on their private property. So you've got to play by their rules. It it still Uh sucks, but it's, it's, it's totally different than the government coming in and in breaking your first amendment rights. I, I totally agree. Yeah. I totally agree with that. And, and, and where, where my question lies is, okay, the answer that they gave me as to what, what brought that, video down doesn't add up so what's the what's the real reason was it the algorithm incorrectly flagged it because they can't i mean you gotta think how many videos are uploaded to that platform every day right probably probably a million i don't even know i mean it's got to be an astronomical amount they do not have the manpower or they do not have the employees to cover that i guarantee you so they like the other platforms you know they write those algorithms and was there a sequence of words that i said in that video which flagged it could be Mm. Is it, was it an image that, was it the image Mm -hmm. of Mm -hmm. magic mushrooms? Was that okay? Could be, but just tell me what happened and what you told me. The reason is those two things don't add up. So please tell me the real reason. And I'll be sure to adhere to that going forward because I am, I am respectful of the platform. I don't put stuff up there about violence and I don't, nor, nor do I want to, that's not my nature. And I thought that that video was, was helpful in saying, here's how to safely do this according to professionals that know about it, like Paul Stamets, like Michael Pollan, uh, all these other people yeah. that are way, yeah. that are way more versed in this than I am. And I'm following their lead. And so that, that's what right. I put down in the links. Like, here's what Paul Stamets says. Here's the book that Michael Pollan put out, New York Times bestseller. Here's all these different resources. Do your research. And I put a note on there in the beginning. I am not a doctor and this is not to be considered medical advice. So I, I've, I felt like i I put it out there and saying like, Hey, I'm no pro, but I'm following what these individuals have put forth the information that they suggest or the, or the guidelines that they suggest. And, it, and I've noticed a positive result. 
in right. my in my creativity and and well and overall mental well being. So I I just was. I don't know. I guess it was it kind of stung a little bit because I put a lot of effort into that. I was really trying to be mindful of it, and it was sure. one of the first one of the first videos that I've done that's more like, "Hey, look at me camping." You know, <laughs> I mean, I I enjoyed doing those videos, but this was the first dive into something that was a little bit deeper that, that I felt could possibly impact people moreover than just, "Hey, check out my cool tent." Well, I think it's a I, I yeah, I totally understand your your frustration and in, in feeling let down by the situation, but I. I Mm-hmm. I do think that there's a larger discussion point that it, 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 it this trend of um, for lack of like I again I think we've already made the distinction of what government censorship is versus you know private censorship and yeah that said the, it is really disturbing the practice of censorship on these platforms. Um, because there, there, there are, there are going to be more and more problems with this. So, you know, when, when you start wading into this pool of uh, what's appropriate to allow broadcasting and what's not, it's, it's going to inevitably become more and more restrictive. And, Mm -hmm. um, you know, I, I've, I don't like, um, there, there are a lot of, um, I forget the term for it, but you know, like people, there are a lot of people out there that antagonize just for the sake of antagonizing. They, so one person that comes to mind and maybe, maybe some people will disagree with me, but like Milo Yiannopoulos, yeah, um, yeah, he's, so yeah, he definitely likes to instigate. He, he's stuff. yeah, instigator. So, mm-hmm. so sometimes he he likes to just throw stuff out there, not necessarily because he believes it, but just because he wants to stir the pot. Yep, and, he gets a reaction, right? Yep, and so he's been banned from many platforms, and um, you know, if you if you take the superficial look at it, you can say, okay. The guy's a dick. Like, yeah, he should be banned. But it's like it's a slippery slope, right? It's like okay, yep. so you start banning him, and then you know if you go to the 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 so some people would say that he's on the far right. So you could you could take a look at someone on the far left. Um, some of the social justice warriors, those people that would instantly start you know, shouting that you or I are a racist because we like, I, I don't know, we like each other, you know, and we're white. And so that automatically <laughs> yeah, we're white means, guys or whatever. Right. Yeah. No, no. And so I, I think, I, I think it, it, it narrows, it, it, it narrows from both sides. And although maybe the people on the left like the fact that someone like Milo gets banned mm-hmm. from these platforms inevitably if you draw the trend line people on the left are going to start getting banned too and so the exactly the, the ban exactly. the, the the what's allowed out there is going to become narrower and narrower and that's so when i hear you talk about your personal experience with this i i see this as the result of these community standard platform designs they're heading in that direction and i i think people like um joe rogan have talked about it 
I think people like Sam Harris, so Joe Rogan maybe leans a little right, Sam Harris maybe leans a little bit left. These guys mm-hmm. have talked about it. Certainly, you've got people like um, uh, Ben Shapiro on the right that have talked about the problematic nature. So Ben's a, a Jew. You I mean he's a practicing Jew, mm-hmm. and uh, he gets he gets tons of hate mail and and what have you from those that are anti-Semitic, but he doesn't think that they should be banned from saying what they say. Um, So I give Ben Shapiro credit for being consistent on that front, even though I think Ben Shapiro is a dick. Um, And then someone on the left-hand side of of the spectrum, someone like um, Glenn Greenwald or uh, Jeremy Scahill, I think that they've also talked about the dangers of limiting speech on these platforms because it, it does like all of us use these things to express ourselves They're They, whether it's YouTube or Facebook or Twitter or whatever, these are really becoming indispensable platforms for all of us to express ourselves and they are independent of governments and they get to set their own rules. And so yeah. there really is a thought police thing coming down on, on us. And it's not coming from the government. It's coming no. from private corporations. Exactly. You hit the nail on the head with that because that's what I was disappointed when I started looking into this further. And I'm saying, okay, who's driving these community guideline standards on, you know, let's say, for example, YouTube? Uh, because that's what was most recently on my mind when I was looking at this stuff. And lo and behold, it's like, well, this is what the corporations want. And I'm thinking, okay, here we go again. You know, a platform to express ourselves that has been set up by Google, which I think is a pretty forward-thinking company. Granted, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't, I don't really care for all of the, all of the, um, I don't know if you want to call it spying or data collection or whatever that these companies do. But that's the age we live in, and so so be it. I, I don't, I don't really think I have anything to, to hide from those companies. But then again, I don't really care for them. You know, if I say something around my computer and then I get on Facebook the next time and an ad's there about it, it's a little creepy. But it is what it is, and I'm okay with that. What what I didn't like was when I found that these community standards are set by those corporations because I'm like, okay, the corporatization of America, I feel, is what has got a lot of people um, just feeling disenfranchised, if that's yeah. the right the right term. I think it, you just feel kind of like slighted. You're thinking okay, well, how, how much control do those companies really need, you know? And, and is it, and is it all for the dollar? I mean, we read that, you know, you forwarded me that really great article about podcasts and the futures, the future of podcasts. And it's like all these, all these folks are getting into it that have massive amount of money. These venture capitalist firms, they're not getting into it for podcasting. They're getting it to make a dollar. Right. And that's going to change the conversation. Yeah. And I, I think it's, um, it's, so you you have um, we we we've moved on from the age of like you know the TV stations and the NBCs the CBSs and the ABCs they've that that model of of limited information getting out has been broken um, right. or it, it 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 was broken because. Um, and I think that Trump getting elected is the perfect example of that, where you, you know, all of the regular media 
expected Trump to lose badly and, you know, Hillary Clinton to win. And Mm -hmm. he ended up getting elected for better or for worse, because I think there's a new information model. There's there's a new information gathering protocol that people have out there. And and it's the Internet. Right. And social media where you've got more of a, a Western frontier the wild west kind of like I get to get in my information from where I want to get it from. And, you know, he was able to capitalize on that. And, and there was enough rejection of the quote unquote mainstream media for him to get the, the, the he, he won. Right. So I, I think that that's yep. and, and But I think that now these big corporations like, the, the exact platforms that allowed the freedom of information that allowed someone like Trump to get elected. Now these, so they were freely disseminating information beyond the mainstream media. Now these same organizations are starting to consolidate in their own way and, and mm-hmm. censor in their own way what the new narrative is. And it's... It's really unsettling to me and connecting it to that article that you and I were discussing last night um, offline. Um, So, you know, here you and I have we have got a cool conversation going on, right? This this podcast Mm -hmm. and and yeah, we we hope to be able to make money off of it. But I, I think at the bare minimum, you and I want to continue to build our audience and can continue to build our um, communication and dialogue with our audience. Mm-hmm. It's and, and, I, and, and do it, un, do it unrestricted, do real. it unrestricted. No. And, and, and so to that point and to that fear, I think it's a real possibility that in the near future, the subjects that you and I talk about will fall outside the standards of whatever aggregator podcast aggregator there is going to is coming down the pipeline, right? Because people are going to yep. want to make money off of all of these things in the distribution channels so that mm-hmm. you and I can get bumped off. And so n- we no longer have our voice in doing that. And mm-hmm. it's, um, I don't, I, I certainly don't have, I don't have any answers for it, but I, I do feel like the fear is a justified one. And, and the, yeah. you know, the feeling <laughs> of unsettling is, is justified. <laughs> Hold on. So obviously I've got okay. Oh, I hear Rue. Are you there? Uh, yeah, yeah, I hear Rue right there. Give me, yeah, give me, some, head scratch- yeah, give me some head scratches. Yeah, he's he's trying to he, get he, in on the plank. You, um, you, you may hear a little bit on our end, too. My mom just got back. She's going to take the dogs out for a walk. So, um, Yeah, so I, I guess it's – it's um, I so the, the trend that I see is that um, the, the internet and all of these social media platforms – which have allowed for greater freedom of expression and uh, distribution of, of, of new thoughts and in a way from mainstream. Like, I feel like it's going to, so yeah, again, TV used to be the place where everybody got their information, cable and whatnot. And mm-hmm. there's there's definitely evidence to support that they restricted the amount of information that got out there. And so then right. we move into the inter- internet phase and there was a broadening of 
a freedom of expression. And now we're moving into, I feel like we're moving into that expression bandwidth is going to start to be consolidated again and restricted again. I totally, I think you hit it. I think you hit it on the head because I feel like those corporations that did lose their, their revenue models and their market share have regrouped and possibly consolidated a little bit and are now coming back into the fold. And I fear that, that what you just laid out is, is, is happening. I think we're already seeing it happen that information is becoming a little bit more restricted again. And, you know, there's, 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 there's positives and negatives to have just a free flow of information. A lot of misinformation can get out there. I mean, people, you know, people love the term fake news and there's plenty of, plenty of people that put out information that isn't factually accurate. We see it from every level of government. We see it from our, our peers, you know, you see it across the board, but it's just I, I don't want to go back to the the model that we had before, where information was so limited, and we were just kind of spoon fed information and be here. Here's what you should think, because that's bullshit. I mean, I I don't know. I, I, I you know we live this way. I would think. I mean, I think you probably have some of this in you as too. I mean, your your live for your die hat is awesome. The new the new Hampshire yeah. hat that you have. I, I love that thing, man. And it's like, I, I can relate to that. It's like, don't fucking, don't, don't put any handcuffs on me. I'm not doing anything wrong. I'm not breaking the law. I'm living somewhat of a counterculture lifestyle by living in my truck and just being freewheeling. I've, and I've had, hell, I had, I had, I got pulled over on the way back home in a small town in Kansas. This cop totally, totally picked me out of, of all the cars driving by because I had Colorado tags and then pulled me over. I want to make sure you're okay. I'm like, okay, for what? I'm like, I th- totally threw it back in his face, and he finally let me go. He was telling me that I was swerving all over the road and that I was speeding, and I had this little dash cam on my truck that has a GPS in it that records my speed, and I, I turned it on when he got behind me. And I said, well, cool, let's look at the video right here, and I showed it, and it had the speed and everything. He just flipped my license back to me and said, have a nice day. And I'm like, you fucker, you tried to pin stuff on me, you know? Yeah. And And it's like... I don't want to have it to where we're in, we're living in a fear mindset. And oh, one, oh, but back to what I was saying about the counterculture. He he told me he's like, well, what's what's your physical address? I said, well, this was my address in Crestview. He's like, is this your home? I said, no, it's not my home. He goes, well, what's your home address? I said, I don't have a home address because he could tell that I was living in my truck. I mean, I've got mm-hmm. it all decked out. And I said, why would I have a home address when I travel over the country and interview people on podcasts and make videos and stuff like that? I said, it doesn't make sense. I said, when I, I volunteered for the federal government for three years doing full-time volunteer work on public lands, and that's when he kind of softened his stance a little bit and wasn't so aggressive. But I'm like, who are you to tell me I need a house? Yeah. You know, I don't need a house. And, and, it, and it's just like that, that mindset of you better fall in line with our rules or, or, or there's something wrong with you. I mean, fuck that. I get so tired of that mindset. And that's, that's one of the reasons why I like living this way. It's a little bit counterculture. And it's a little bit way to, to like kind of flip the bird to the system and go, I don't need your shit. And I, I like that. There's no doubt about it. Yeah. And I, I, I think that that digital nomads, um, in a way, are going to are the canaries in the coal mines, you mm-hmm. know, with respect to the, the way that digital nomads live, they, they are most vulnerable to these trends because um, the, they're, they're, they're on the front edge of all of these new monetization, uh, monetization platforms. 
Um, yeah. So they're going to be subjected to the constriction and the restrictions first. And then they're also living in the physical world in a uh, counterculture kind of way, like you just described, where they they don't tend to have they don't they don't have you know physical addresses, and maybe they're either living out of their vans or you know going air to be Airbnb to Airbnb or whatever it is, and um, that's why I think it's an interesting subject for you and I to talk about because I, I do think that the, the that the nomad and the digital nomads are. Are, are really the canary in the coal mines on where not, not totally, but they, they, they're, they're among others who are, are also mm-hmm. really, really sensitive to it. And, um, and, and just my final thought on it, and then I'll turn it back to you is that my, you know, part of my calculus and what I'm doing and, and part of my intuition on the YouTube front and why I've stayed away from it is that I, I kind of thought that, they were going to restrict and control more and more and more. And mm-hmm. I knew that that would piss me off. Like, so in other words, like I didn't want to get good at something and, and start relying on it and then have it yanked out from under me, which seems yeah. to be what's happening to you. And there's a little bit, then that's kind of why I'm starting to dig my whole, like, okay, I'm just going to be bus driver, truck driver, dude. And like, like, no one can fuck with me, you know, like, so I'll make my money off of that and I'll go fucking live in a trailer. And I, I really want to minimize my fuck with ability. <laughs> yeah. Just in, yeah. You know, I, in, no, I hear you, man. And, and my whole, my whole process with this and my whole, my whole, uh, mindset has been build my network and drive it into my own website. And then I can figure out the best way to monetize that, which I'm still trying to figure that out. And it, you know, YouTube is by far the number one traffic driver to my website. It, it beats out every other platform thirteen to one. The, the nearest, the next nearest one is Facebook, and it pales in comparison with how many people find me from from my videos, which is great. I, that's what I wanted, you know. And I, but what I need to do is I need to figure out the best way to monetize the traffic on my own site because I'm I'm in the upwards of five thousand unique users a month now on my website and over mm. thirty thousand page views, which is great. Once I get up to 20,000 unique users on my website, I can have Mediavine and all those different companies pay me to, to place relevant ads on my site as they want, and I would be my own ad network. And that's what eventually I want to get to because then I'm in control. That's very much what, what Ryan, you know, de- desk to dirtbag, yeah. what he does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah. You know, so he, like I think on his site, he said he makes on average anywhere from twelve to 1,200 to 2,000 a month from Mediavine just from the ads they place. And they just, put up stuff about camping and travel. I mean, it all relates to what he has. There's nothing on there about like makeup or any bullshit like that. It's relevant information according to what your site is and what your users are looking at. And so that's been my whole mindset of doing that. And if in the future, if I'm putting up videos on YouTube just and, and not even making any money on it whatsoever, but driving it, driving that traffic to my own website to where I can leverage that traffic for monetization and not ask those users for any money out of their own pocket, but just use the traffic and the network that I've built for my own benefit, then that's what I want. And that and that's a, that's a long game, and I would be totally fine in the future if YouTube said, "Hey, we're not going to pay anybody any money going forward." I'd say, "Okay, well, this is just an ad, this is just a, a traffic driver," and and that would be I'd be okay with that. But I'm not to that point yet. So. Yeah, I, and I I hate to be the yeah but guy, um, <laughs> but, but there's always a but yeah, because it yeah, is yeah. yeah but 
So I, I, I guess I see my concern and where I see things going and they have been going is, you know, the internet and, and the web world is totally changing. I guess I question whether individual websites are even going to be used in the near to mid future. It's really all being driven to the major social media platforms, right? So it's like, I think website, individual websites are going away and being replaced by just, you know, an organization's Facebook page or Twitter stream or whatever it is. And so, um, you know, in, in 10 years, are people even going to be going to websites anymore? Or are they yeah. just going to be going to, you know, YouTube, Facebook, Google, and, you know, whatever? Um, well, hopefully my long-term plans include the sugar mamas, so. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> I'm just I'm, I'm being, I'm saying that in jest, but, but I mean, eventually, I mean, it's, it can be exhausting putting out that content on those platforms. I never yeah. get exhausted by putting stuff up on my own website. I enjoy doing that. And like, you know, I, I need to get more into writing and uh, things of that nature because I do enjoy traveling to a place and then talking about it on my own platform because I feel like, okay, this is this is my own stuff. I'm the one who gets to determine what I put up here. I can censor myself if I want to, and I don't I don't censor myself. But I, I don't think I put out any information that is uh, damaging or disrespectful. I, I don't I don't say anything racist or, or anything like that. That's not that's not who I am. And I would love to eventually just kind of get into more writing and maybe be able to sell that information or, or something. But I, I don't know. I just, it, it, it kind of sucks, but everything just kind of goes back to, okay, you still have to play the game a little bit. You still have to play the right. corporate yeah. bullshit a little bit. And that's, it, and that, that's one thing that I've, that I've realized after living this way for the better part of five years is that, you know, no matter what, there's still, there's still a, a toe in the water. And, right. Yep. And 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 whether you want to be in the pool up to your neck or just have your they're just dangling your feet in it, you still have to play the game. And I hate that. That's one thing I don't like. Yeah. And even I mean, even if you're financially set, you still have to have your money in the uh, you know in banks and the market. You can't just just live 100 percent free. And I think those days of being 100 percent free are gone. And I don't think they'll ever be back, um, especially with the populations booming like they are. And and I think that. I don't know. I, I just the future is uncertain to some degree, and when you, I think the future is uncertain for everyone. You know, no one promises anyone tomorrow, obviously. But when you throw in these different um, uh, thought police or whatever you want to call it, or censorship, or just restricting content or restricting flow of information, you know, that just I think everybody loses. In that regard, I, I, I agree. Um, and I, I guess I'm um, I'm actually going to suggest that we close this episode right now. And okay. but I want to do that um, by um, suggesting the topic for our next episode. And, and that is like I've I've actually been working to define my values mm-hmm. Um in a formal way. And I, I think it's connected to this conversation because, you know, as both you and I have moved into this new way of lifestyle, m- my experience has been that I, I have an, a whole new set of values mm. that 
is starting to be defined for me. So it's like I've kind of like wandered through the dark in this new way of life. And now I'm at a point where I'm like, okay, I, I have a better sense of how I really want to live and what's important to me. And so what we're talking yeah. about, what we've talked about in this episode and, you know, our, our strong uh, desire to have autonomy and freedom of expression, like the, these are, and, you know, live minimally and not be such big consumers and, and, and actually try to minimize that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I, I think that the next evolution in this conversation is to, to talk and just like you were, were just saying a few minutes ago that, you know, you, you, you know, you, you just want to be able to live free and, and express the way that you want to live. So like, let's, let's talk more about what our values are and let's okay. make that the subject of our next uh, episode. That's, that's a great, that's a great topic. And and I just want to add one more thing to that is I was talking back and forth to, this morning with a, a, a guy who had messaged me and he quit his job today. He quit his job of, of, uh, I can't remember how many years he said he had. I, I can pull up the email and see. But basically, it was $85,000 a year job. He's like, it's killing me emotionally and physically. I'm, my health is rapidly declining because of how much stress I'm under, and so I have to get out of here. Mm-hmm. And he's like, he's like, do you have any advice for me if this, does, if this doesn't work out for me to go truck camp? I'm like, yeah. I was like, you know, this is something I've told myself. If I ever go back to that, that structure, I'll go back with a completely different set of values and a completely different mindset that is derived from living this way. Yeah. And so I think that's a, that's a great conversation for, for next time. Nice. Well, I may, uh, yeah, I'm going to take my dog out cause he's freaking out. He wants to, he wants to shit. And, uh, <laughs> um, has he been I, eating a lot? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's, he's doing what he does. Um, and, um, maybe, maybe even later today, now that I, that I, I think I've got a better, more consistent, uh, cell signal, um, or, or, okay. uh, you know, bandwidth maybe, maybe later today or, or what have you, we okay. can even get to that conversation, but, um, yeah, yeah. yeah you, you, you sounded, you sounded crystal clear this whole time. So awesome. I, I, Likewise. on my end, I've not heard, I've not heard any breaks in your, in your reception at all. So sweet. All right, man. Well, uh, good, okay. good conversation and, um, look forward to the next one. All right, man. We'll hit. All right. See you.